This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. Uh, so I, I have a hard stop at 730. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Should be fine. Uh, okay, cool. So um, let's start off with Call of Duty. Because now that we're back into it, we're playing a few games. I, it's, hmm, it's like, it's so interesting how those short games are super fun, but they're, they're like buggy system is really like irking me. I know we like talked about it as we were playing it, how, as I would like equip uh, a different, you know, mod for the gun, if there's Mm -hmm. an optic, I would switch it out with like a, like a better scope and all that. And like, um, it would just, it would just like unattach it every time the game would start. And even if I would attach a new item to it, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this. Like as I attach a new item, it just unattaches the last one. And as well, like all my progress is gone, which is very odd. You said yours is totally there. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what's going on. Maybe they're like, maybe they're not as actually good as they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because the, uh, in terms of like finances. So I wonder if because of, you know, the downturn of where we are economically. Like, have you heard anything about that? Because I'm wondering, you're a pretty big company that to have all these bugs in the Call of Duty system, mm-hmm. you know? And you were saying too, with like Modern Warfare, people make fun of it. So like, I don't know. I think, um, I think there's a lot to it that they're connecting all of their games. So like with, with Warzone, Warzone is like the free one. So suppose all the guns that you have from the previous, like the other Modern Warfare 2 and 1, I think they all work in Warzone. And oh, okay. So if you, oh, interesting. So if you're, I wow. think, I wonder if there's like bugs in the sense that they're trying to keep all these guns or games connected because of that one thing, but it's not, um, it, and you're having it in multiple platforms running at the same time, right? Okay. That's, so another that's what I'm thing thinking, I'm thinking too. About. And I, I feel like if yeah, it's, like, I feel like there's, there's, a, um, I would say it's a multitude of things, right? Those are some of the things, but you've expanded it so much. But at the same time, I don't know how, like how often they're working from home or these sort of things that are can't yeah. catch or fix bugs as efficiently as they used to. And it's just, mm. it's just now, I don't know, at times I feel like it's just annoying. It's like, this is, once you yeah. get it to work, it's fun. But then it's like getting it to work is taking too much time. Yeah, totally, totally. And like how you were saying that you were like laggy and then I was like, Oh, I'm I'm seem to be okay, but it's like everyone is at a different 
Um, oh, and it's not just that. I, know, I, I just remember now too. Okay, another, yeah. another one was, yeah, we we're playing on PS4, or PS5, but it, they're also connected. Yeah. They're also connecting it to players on PC. Yeah, exactly, you're doing exactly. so many platforms, and then there's so many bugs. It's like maybe those bugs fix work on a PC, but doesn't work on a PS4 or five. So, so it's, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So the draw of Call of Duty was that we could all play. Like it doesn't matter the system. Mm-hmm. When you when I was like trying to jump back into Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, you were like, "I have upgraded it, so now it won't work with the PS4." Mm-hmm. Remember, we can't join yeah. the same world. Yeah. So, so like in separating things, it's like the Apple effect because when you separate things and you keep them closed, you can manage all the issues. Mm-hmm. But I feel the biggest draw of Call of Duty was that you know cross platform play. You know, like Sunshine and yeah, Xbox. Yeah, 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 right. You know, all that. True. And we're still playing, so which is great. But in the dream and the hope of building, like, more intricate online worlds that connect, like, more compatibly, um, yeah, you can't catch everything. So it's like maybe where, like, the yin and yang of it, you know, it's great, the ideology, yeah. but how do we actually make this run Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. because i thought it was just me right and i was like oh maybe i just like didn't link something online or whatever and then i was googling it and a lot of people lost well one they lost their passwords and not passwords their progress and two they all have the glitch issue where it's like if you add a mod and it comes off right away right and and you're like what why Mm -hmm. is this happening Mm -hmm. for this game that should be stable do you think it's like because you mentioned like call of duty 3 and they're trying to add more you know, to the series, is it is it like maybe you should have stopped at Warzone and Call of Duty too? You know, yeah. That, but that's the thing that would be the that would stop the growth, right? Yes, uh, yes. I, I, because they've been used to always releasing a Call of Duty each year. That's yeah. just the normal yeah. thing, and it's not always the same studio that's doing it, right? It's different. This studio is oh, working on it for a few years, so they release it. This studio is working on the Modern Warfare; they'll release it. So it's Again, and then on top of that, they want to combine all of it because you can see on their main page, you can go to the, all the different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty buggy. Like it's, I don't I know. Wonder, <laughs> it's it's a problem. Yeah, well, I wonder too if if I bought Call of Duty Three, would all the bugs go away? You know what I mean? So it's almost like planned obsolescence. Mm-hmm. So you're you're trying to force me into the newer game, and they're like, if you just blow yeah, up I think Call of Duty 3, maybe maybe that too. Yeah, they're, they're now the, why would we focus on fixing issues on past games when right, 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 right. There's a new game out. Yeah, and and like our continuous progress for more, right? We want to make we we've come to build an expectation. Same with the iPhone, right? It's always the same phone, but with this year's iPhone, I was like, you don't even need to get that one. That one's actually at like the 14 and like probably at like around the 10 or 11 stage, I would say it's good to go, mm-hmm. you know. You don't really need those high level of like processing speed and like whatever um unless you're going to use it for I don't know videography or like you're really into social stuff, you really want to But those post, are not you know? yeah, those are far and few between. Right. right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think the regular consumer, um, they don't need the newest iteration every single year. It's great to have, but that's more of like a keeping up with the Joneses thing. Yeah. And in this rep- repetitive cycle of always promising us a new thing every few years, mm-hmm. or in Apple's case, every year, you run the risk of just running into like these bugs that are happening now. 
Yeah. I think you have to do planned obsolescence, you know? Yeah. But, all right, so this is kind of like a, a microcosm of a macrocosm of our society. Mm-hmm. So what, what I mean is, um, I just finished this book called uh, The State We're In. So it was like 1990, and this, the, I guess he's a professor or something, or the author, uh, he, he basically boiled it down into three things that got us to where we are today in 2023, right? With like climate change and like how come there's a disparity between you know, rich and poor, like all these things, right? It can, it can stem down to three things. And the first one is our dependence on oil. So we built our society, like our industrialized mm-hmm. revolution around yeah. oil. Okay. And we've talked about this so many times on the podcast, but it was like refreshing to see somebody else say it in a book. I was like, oh, okay, we were on to the right thing. Um, and we and we can't get rid of it. So what he said is in 1980, there was a surplus of oil, so there's a surplus of jobs. But then in 1990, the oil like money dropped. And then in doing that, people like lost jobs. So we're very, you know, as one goes up, so does the other yeah. kind of thing. Um We'll get into that in a second because it's like it ties into climate change. But the second one was uh, credit. So lending and we can build more and more stuff, but we have to get like um, borrow money and then pay back interest. Mm-hmm. And that's when people get into debt, right? They're like, oh, a vicious cycle I can't get out of or like the 2008 economic crisis. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then the final one was commodification. So what that is, is you turn everything into a business transaction. So he brought up the idea of schools, right? So like you'd think that, you know, as a school, like it's kind of even, you know, because it's all about education for the whole, mm-hmm. right? You would assume, you know, but uh, what are you saying? And you see it now is they're competing for funds, tuition, money, uh, certain public schools get more money if their grades are better. You know what I'm saying? I, that depends on I, where yeah. I think that depends on the school. I don't think that works. It depends on how the system is structured. I think that happens in America more than here. Oh, the money thing. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, because it was like an it's American, American structures. Yeah, if if this if it's an affluent area, the school is going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And but I mean, but also not even that because here, if you go to like less affluent areas, like you'll have a teacher that doesn't want to go in that area. You know, there's like, oh, I'll just, I'll pick yeah, but the, uh, yeah, but the, the, whatever, the money path thing is all the same to the different okay, schools. Okay, all right. right. Or the, okay, scratching out the, the way that the curriculum scratch- is structured is all the same. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's like who delivers the curriculum. So, okay. All right. The curriculum. Yeah, I understand that. That's fine. Yeah. That, oh, you're looking for good right. teachers and stuff. That's, that's a different thing, but, uh, right. But, but that's, yeah, commodification still because you're turning into a business. It's like, well, I got to pay you more. Uh, maybe I can get this cheaper teacher. It's not really for like the common good. It's more of like, how can I make more money with less? Mm-hmm. You know, that's always the thing. Like, how do we cut costs? How do we cut costs? Right. And we were talking about the Call of Duty thing. It's like, we have to release another game every year because that's the way to constantly increase revenue because you want to make our stock, uh, stakeholders happy. But that also ties into, um, the first thing I said, which is like credit lending, or the second thing I said, credit lending. You know what I mean? So it's like this crazy interwoven yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. But like that, again, for the Call of Duty thing, could crash in the sense that if people are not happy with the product, they're not going to buy the product. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. but why do they, 
But, right, right. But it's like, why didn't you just stop there? iPhone, why didn't you just stop there? Because we are always like more, more, more. Mm-hmm. Reduce costs, make more money. Reduce sure. costs, make more money, yeah. right? But with that kind of thinking, you just end up focusing on money rather than society, mm-hmm. right? And what he was saying in the book was like, you know, they always they always end the book with a way to solve this issue. And um, he kind of brought up like social good, which kind of sounded like communism. <laughs> and then it made me think before, like we all don't like communism. Like we quote unquote don't like communism because like we want freedom and like the ability to purchase our own goods, whatever. But maybe it is like better that way to like organize things. And if you see something going awry, it's like, we got to fix that problem. Sure. Right. You know, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think about that? It depends. Wait, 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 I, but, but I think it depends on how it's structured. I don't know if that's necessarily communism, but it could be socialism structures. Yeah. Right. So no, but social, but socialism, people don't like either. They lump it in with communism. Sure. I understand. Like, that. Oh, you're a socialist, bro. I, I understand what that means, but we have socialism things that we already do yeah. anyways. Right. So, uh, I think that's more of an American term that's used as negative, especially with socialism and communism, right? Um, but I mean, that's a very, yeah, that's, that's America. That's just how <laughs> that, that they have those two sides to it that they both right. take. Like freedom. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. Um, but so, so remember that the martial artist that I sent you the video of, and he was like, uh, people are afraid about Jesus. And like we oh, came to yeah, 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 America, yeah. remember that? And we're like, that's not actually why we came to America. He's like, oh, we want like, um, like we want to be able to worship Jesus in our own right. But I'm like, but that's actually what happened back then. They wanted to separate, like they wanted to get yeah, the freedom. Yeah, the reason, yeah, the reason, whatever, right? yeah, 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 yeah. The reason America was like born was for state. being, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So all right, that that's weird that that was, like you're from the country, you don't even know what the <laughs> constitution is built on. But, but. Aside from that, the idea of America was like an exercise in freedom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like freedom to own anything, freedom to make it big. You know, you can become a multimillionaire. And I think that, like, how long has America been around? Uh, is it 250 years? Yeah, like two, two, 250? Maybe. Okay, okay. So let's say 250 years. But you look at other countries that have been there for like thousands of years. Right. And they've kind of like built in a social order. And America was like that exercise in being different from the whole. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now we're kind of seeing the crumbling of that exercise. Because what one thing he put in the book was like the disparity between rich and poor. It's like we're just having such a wide gap that people are totally being forgotten. And then the people that are at the top are very small. You know, and that's like creating power structures, power issue structures, you know? Sure. Like, right. And um, if you think about, you know, like a parent who has to make ends meet by taking two jobs, let's say, and then there's no, no one to watch the kids, you know, just to make the money. But if we like spread out the money a bit better, you know, maybe we can avoid a lot of problems. Because you talked about people going towards the black market because they need more money. So it's like, yeah, of course, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think? Or are you still on the America's the best? Uh, or like Western Well, the, yeah, they'd have to, we'd have to see if America falls, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. So, Yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking, 
I was thinking that it wasn't going to, but I don't know if it's all going to fall now. Because, you know, they were saying uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, BRIC countries. Remember, I've been saying that for so long because sure. it's way yeah. long in school. Like, they're going to take over. And um, my, my cousin was saying that China just admitted that they're having a problem, like a money issue. Yeah. And he was saying that China doesn't do that easily. Like, in their culture, it's about, like, saving face. So the fact that you said it means it's, like, two times worse than what it was. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. like, you, you don't say it's bad until it's bad. No, because so, they're, they're the, uh, like, with everybody having inflation, they're the ones, they were the uh, what's, uh, deflation, which is the oh, opposite, which is worse. Which is oh, not really? good. Yeah, because people are not spending money even though they've got money. Like, things are getting cheaper and no one's spending. Something like that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right, so so this goes back to problems. But all right, so the crazy part is that this book was written, I'm pretty sure, in like 1991. I, I had to check it because I was like, what? Like, how do you... Like, it's a, it has like a lot of old references. So I was like, is this just a really <laughs> old book? But it's like 1991. So it's almost like it, the writing was on the wall. And a lot of people were like screaming about this before. But it took, you know, I guess like tw- uh, 1981 to now... Uh, for people to actually realize the issues, you know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. like when when um when COVID was happening, right? And everyone's like, "Oh, lockdowns, like, keep you safe." But you and I were like looking at the Economist, being like, "This is not a good idea," because then post COVID, you're going to see this crazy bounce back, and now we're seeing it. It's like, but nobody listened to the writing on the wall, you mm-hmm. know? Right. And, and it's like, it's like maybe we should listen. Like, we're going to repeat history and you know, like crash ourselves when. Yeah. I mean, there's, the there's two, there. there's two there, but there's also two ways to look at that. Right. Cause at the time, okay, okay, just okay. for COVID, right. They don't know how severe or how not severe it would end up being. Right. So okay. either if you acted less um, like without the lockdowns and stuff, it could be more severe in the long run. Right. Yeah. Fair. Uh, no, no, totally, totally, maybe totally. with the lockdowns but, and then gradually removing them, uh, maybe it was taking too long to remove the lockdowns versus, you know, if, maybe if we'd done it earlier, better recovery. Like, there's different things like that. So it's hard to... Right, right, right. But but you can also use COVID as an example for the exact same thing with the economy and, like, the way we structure society because, mm-hmm. like, they probably were looking at this, like, increase and they're like oh we're on like a winning streak you know and then now you're seeing it it's like oh no the experts were right we just didn't want to listen because we were raking in all the money you know what i'm saying i don't understand where you're breaking in all like, the money what so, so 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 okay so you're the COVID example about the lockdowns you're like it's probably better if we do this it'll seem like it'll be better and then with the money thing it's like with the way we're structuring society with lending and dependence on oil and um, commodification of everything, it's like, you were like, hey, it's making us money. So this seems to be the correct path. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, rather than doing the more, like, waiting, rather than waiting to look at all the data, we're moving quickly in this direction because it seems like the best one at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, no foresight. We're just moving so quickly that nobody's willing to just be like, what is the ramification of that decision? 
Oh, uh, probably was added to the ramifications. Just how, again, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. It depends on how you look at it, right? Like, China was one of the... This is just lockdown stuff, if I can remember. Like, this is memory-wise, right? China was the first one to do all that. Nobody was doing it until it started to be an actual issue, right? Then they started only in March of that following... uh, 2020, right? That's when it really started the lockdowns. But it was back... Was it December already for or November that China was already doing those lockdowns? But I feel like they were in the thick of it. Like a lot of people were getting it, so they had to. Yeah, no, they were doing. I know, I understand, but that's that's how they were. So basically, China watching China doing it, that was seeing like how it's going to play out, right? You've got to okay, but. Yeah, no, so, so, but that's human nature then. It's like, oh, look, the West is making all this money. Let me jump into global economics now. So you get all these other countries jumping on the capitalist bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? And then you're just like, wait a minute. This is maybe not the smartest move. I, all right, I think the most, like, let's just go in the climate change thing because it's more obvious with sure. the climate change. Like, this is more money based and it's like kind of esoteric. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the climate change thing, so we're getting like this El Nino winter right yesterday like last night we were playing call of duty and we're like dude look at the snow remember you're you're saying to me and then i wake up this morning i'm like oh a bunch of it's melted because like we're at plus three so it's like goes down goes up right you can't deny that climate change is not real at this point it's it's just too much of an upswing even my cousin i was like saying like oh it looks like we're in el nino um weather right and he's like oh but maybe that's because of the storms you know whatever whatever but i'm like yeah but the storms wouldn't have happened if it wasn't you know what i mean like it's it's like those storms wouldn't have happened to create the domino effect that we're now seeing. Yeah, I think it depends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just taking a look at one storm, right? It, you look at the whole... Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, And yeah, we yeah. know that the whole um, planet temperature has been rising. Like, that's a... Right, right. Yeah. Okay, and what is the what is the main cause of this that we're saying? That, that's like, uh, fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. Yeah. Right, fossil fuels. Um, but it's not really... Like when people say fossil fuels, okay, I'm I'm gonna be like a weird person. Okay, because I I'd rather live in the truth than like the denial. So remember how I used to work at. So you and I have been talking about this for a while, right? About like it's you're stuck in your dependence. Like, what do you mean climate change? There's no way we can fix it. Okay. Um. So when I was working for that other like. Uh, it's an NGO, but like it was kind of like related to the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spent a lot of time with the climate change person because I was like, what's this thing that you're talking about? And then he was saying like, you know, if we just like reduced our emissions, whatever. And then I just did a simple Google and I was like, wait a minute. If you reduce the fault, fo- like if, if you look at the map of who's producing all the fossil fuel emission, Canada is 2%. Yeah. China is like huge, like all those like building countries. So even if we did, I was saying this to him in the car and because we were driving to go film something and, um, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, you just go stop something. Like if you just Google it, it's 2%. So if we stop 2%. What's that going to do the whole thing? Like, why are we making ourselves feel bad about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of the right? complaints of what's going on with the gas tax and things where we're like, not like what 35 million 40 million people now of yeah. 7 billion people on this 
Earth. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> so very okay, little. Check, check this out. So check this out. So everyone's like, you know, oh, carbon tax, carbon tax. And then people are now saying like, wait, this wouldn't even bump the, we wouldn't move the needle. Mm-hmm. It can't, let's say yeah, it yeah, can't yeah. went fully electric. It's 2%, bro. And I knew this uh 2016 2017 so like six years ago yeah. it was, and it was just a simple google and you're just like what is the logical like, like what is the logical thing how much are we contributing what have we stopped it oh it would do nothing right it's almost like that's why when i worked there and i would always be like they're like what's your job instead of being a marketer i'm like a propagandist <laughs> you know they would hate that right but it was like no because it's like what are we like, what are we doing? Because mm-hmm. it's not, it makes no sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now that climate change is becoming more and more popular and like in the nonprofit space, like everyone's got to tackle climate change. I feel like I'm just going to bring up the fact that like, it makes no sense, mm-hmm. you know, but I wonder what the perspective I, of that would be. I think it's mentioned on the radio, but not a lot of people talk about it. Of course, that we only, when we think of fossil fuels or that, we're just thinking of gas for cars. Yes. Right. And, yes. um, like con- like consumer uh, not consumers what's that commerce right like just trucks and all yeah, these kind yeah. of things but yeah. every as we mentioned before it, it it's everything it's in everything to make tires yeah. right yes to exactly. right and oil based paint. Oil, paint yeah all that stuff yeah even sometimes yeah. clothes needed too right so it's like uh, what do you think um uh oh, what what's it cotton polyester what do you think poly- polyester is polyester is oil because it's plastic, right? Right. So, 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 what what are you gonna do, bro? And and it, in the book, it said it too. It was like the lifeblood of industrialization is oil. Mm-hmm. So now, now when we look at the thing like global economics, right? Like, why did the Saudis have all the money? Because they're sitting on all the oil, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're not trading in U.S. dollars, but why do they have like? Why does everyone have like a Lamborghini there? Mm-hmm. Why do we always joke about the Saudi money? Because it's like you literally are um like sitting on this huge stockpile right yeah and you're just siphoning it to the world you know and we all need it <laughs> so i don't understand how we're going to solve this issue right. we're going to need to think of an alternate route mm-hmm. than this you know what i'm saying nobody wants to hear that though because you don't get funding for that you only get funding if you just join the machine and like just just bike to work bro <laughs> like what bike to work in winter but it's only happening in the western nations right but there we're not the most yeah. we're we've been better um at our oil consumption than countries like india and china but yeah. they are a growing country so they need oil so nobody's going to stop them from getting it you know you know it's really funny too yeah 100 percent. so you know what's funny about that too it's like we'll outsource to china okay so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> Right. That's the hilarious part. We'll outsource our production to China and they'll go do all the crazy like gas emissions. You know, there's like cities mm-hmm. where people have to wear gas masks and they're like, you can't go outside today because yeah. the pollution's too high. And then we, we reprimand them. We're like, you need to put That's a stop true. to your bro. We're literally asking you because we don't want to do it in our country. So we're just going to ask you to like regulate. So it's really, we need commerce regulation, global mm-hmm. commerce regulation. Now that sounds like a global society. You're like, oh, we need a one world government, right? And Elon Musk had a really good point about this. So like uh, he spoke at the World Government Summit. It used to be called the World Government Period Summit, right? But now it's governments. 
with a plural. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, probably because they're like, world government. What, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, uh, if the, it's just, it's a marketing thing. It's like, oh, this is the bad yeah, word now, so we have yeah. to change it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah, I, I put the hashtag uh, world governments summit with a S and um, it was like a thousand. But if you just t- drop the S, Whole <laughs> yeah, yeah, so okay. I was like, oh, you just branded it differently. Mm. Oh, so anyways, so he was saying that um, we shouldn't have a one world government. And I was like, oh, so like somebody had posted that, right? Like, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Project Knowledge or something, Some, something I follow. And they made it all conspiratorial, like you shouldn't have a one world government. So I was like, oh, let me watch the actual video, right? And what he was saying in that is not about governance. He was saying one world government because if one piece fails, at least we have different types of governments that won't fail. Right. But if you have one world government, if it all fa- it all fails, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we're all so interconnected. Right. Well, that's not actually a logical. In a way, what he's like, saying is competition. Yeah, and and, and diver- diversification. Diversi- yeah. Like it's like a you know when you're like investing, you don't just invest in one stock. You have mm-hmm. to diversify your portfolio. Right. right. So if one thing goes down, you know that thing went down, but. Yeah, there's all these other countries that we can like prop sure. up. Right. So that, that makes sense. Um, but I do think that there should be like maybe some more like sentience over the issue because it's very basic. If you just do the basic calculation, you know, mm-hmm. it, it will make like we're doing 2%. And if you look at it economically, we're shipping all of our production there because we don't want to have to deal with it ourselves. And the laws are different, so we can save money because we're like, oh, we don't have to pay for this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we don't have to pay for EI or whatever. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah. And um, in doing that, we save cost. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that at the same time as stopping climate change. So I think we should have like a, like a commercial oversight or something where it's like, we cannot go over this. It, like, we should put the onus on businesses, not on people. Mm-hmm. But all you hear is about people, you know? And then you get the the people that feel like heroes because they biked everywhere. They're <laughs> like, okay. Right, right. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, you know what it is? We're looking at the part and not the whole. We're always looking at pieces that we, we're trying to solve rather than just solving the whole. You know what I'm trying to say? It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. uh, like naturopathic doctors, like their thing about like holistically looking at the thing. What's the root cause, right? Whereas like a doctor, like a traditional doctor would be like, oh, this hurts, fix this. Oh, that hurts, do that. Rather than being like, maybe it's your lifestyle. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that, you know? Because if we just figure out the root cause, we can like fix everything. Yeah, I think it depends. Yeah. Even, yeah, but even with the doctor thing, it depends on the patient, right? Who would... That's true. Too. Right? Who's going to the naturopathic doctor? It's not... Is because they're looking but, at want they want to look at it holistically, right? That acts right yep. versus like a person who's not thinking about that. I just want to get it fixed, or just want to keep eating his thing, but I just want the tablet to level it down. Right. So, right. so, so that that's like the like to bridge the analogy. It's sort of like um, you you can do this, but it's up to you of your own altruistic feel. Mm-hmm. And make that happen right yeah. but that's what i'm saying if there's a commercial law on, on it then it's like you take away all their options you know what i'm saying yeah so instead of giving them the ability to skirt around this issue just be like no you can't do this and then that'll solve something right because because if we don't have the option to do a or like 
if they're like, you can only do C, there's no A or B, then we're just going to do C because that's all we have, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But you have the people that are always fighting against the law to be like, I need my profit margins to be higher. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like we've, we've, we've put the onus on money or, or the obsession. The end goal is money. The end goal is not people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it makes no sense because we're people. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, right, right. So, okay, looking at it logically, like, like looking at it through that lens, I won't even say logically, looking at it through that lens, do I sound like, an, like a freedom fighter? In a way, yeah, right? That's... Okay, but do I, do I sound comparable to the person that biked to work and was like, I'm helping? No. Exactly, and that's my thing. I think this is the marketing issue we have. Mm-hmm. I think like climate change is just a marketing problem. It's like we don't, if you just educated yourself, freedom fighter, you would understand. If you just educated yourself, commercial business owner, you would understand. But yeah. this is the middle path where it's like, because you were like, yeah, you sound like it. I'm like, yeah, because I'm a little that way, but I'm also a little this way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of it practically. No, no, but it's right? it's still explained practically, right? Which is fine. I think the other yeah. one is like, I bike to work. That sounds pompous. It's, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's, exactly. It's like, okay. Right. Who, right. Right. <laughs> right. That's why I think the onus should not be on people. I think we're marketing this incorrectly. It should just be like, we should in- implement laws for organizations mm-hmm. and governments to work towards like a people-centered approach not a profit-centered approach. Because we've already tried the profit approach and look where we are. Yeah, so as, long we try yeah, something new. Uh, yeah, that's generally, that's what works with, I would say, public okay. funded things. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because you're not competing for funds, you're just asking for funds. Mm-hmm. But you mean like non-profits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-profits, uh, no, like like government funded the things that taxpayers pay for. Right? Subsidized, that's, yeah, 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 subsidized, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're not like it makes you, more you don't sense. Have, like, the shark edge, yeah, yeah. Which is actually, you make a good point, and um, I think that because because mm, you make a good point because Tara was like because I was like, how come people don't think? capitalistically in a nonprofit environment mm-hmm. right and then tara's like oh it's because they don't pay much and i'm like i don't think it's about pay i think it's about like the lack of the lack of risk if you know that you're going to be subsidized you don't have to work very hard right you know what i'm saying yeah it's like well the money's going to come from the government anyways so mm-hmm. you know just do this campaign right but if you're if you think about it like a shark, like a business shark, you're like, okay, yes, the money will come, but now let's use the same tactics to push the correct message. You know? Mm-hmm. I think uh, then in that case, it would be like, you can still be government funded, but you would have to show that it's what you're doing is beneficial or is working. I think so. Yeah. I think then, so too. then that but, would create the competition slash that's, that's the competition capitalism yeah. part of it. Even though it's government funded, like okay, your your but, thing is meeting those goals yeah, or whatever. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. But I think the other problem is I think the government doesn't understand from a capitalistic lens. I think capitalism and like business and government are totally separate. They're not thinking similarly, right? Like government is thinking about elections because we all have to pay tax. So for them, they're thinking like a nonprofit. The money's coming in, 
Mm-hmm. But now I have to just I have to just sway the votes so that you vote for me and then I get my way. It's not really like a capital. It's not like a business mind. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I get. I guess what you're saying. Yeah. Right, because the the tax is coming. I just have to like trick you into thinking I'm the correct politician for you. Whereas, like, if you had, if the only way you would get money is if we you sold taxpayers on your idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you only get our tax money if your idea is a good idea. Then they would think differently. Like, oh, I gotta make a good idea because then the fire's under you. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Right? Because there's no like threat mm-hmm. of losing money. Whereas business people are like, like business people that run their own business, there's a threat of losing money. Right? Um, yeah, so I think we need to adopt that kind of mentality. And, and personally, that's why I like nonprofits because their like message is good, but they're not thinking capitalistically like sure. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So it's kind of like I'm like a weird sore thumb in these environments because it's like I will just be like, eat the cost. Oh, that's not good. Let's think of a better one. That's wasting money. And I was like, what do you mean wasting money? Oh, it hurts it's, my idea. I'm like, yeah. it's not working. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. just look at simple, like, mm-hmm. you know? But it, it, this, the ease of it, like, well, we're going to fund it anyways. It doesn't even matter. Right. You're like, okay. That's the thing. Yeah. It's hard to. Basically, you want capitalist people doing nonprofit, <laughs> which is the people center. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. But then a the lot of them, approach. exactly. But a lot of them don't go in that direction. Most of the capitalists go in to make money. They want to make money, so they go in the right. capitalist direction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And but that is the problem, and it's like we should shift from profit to people. Mm-hmm. But that takes like that takes a. I don't know. You have to be like intrinsically driven. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to want to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we were even talking about like, like, Tara's like, oh, it'd be really cool if you like tried to work at Nike or something. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I guess. Like, like, why sell? Why use all your great marketing tactics on like a product that's just going to, you know, it's just shoes, bro. Right. Yeah. But buy that's. That one, buy that one. I don't know. Right. Right. But it's like. <laughs> But like, let's make people better. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I can get down with that. Yeah, of course. To me, like that seem because if you if you make the person better, then you automatically change society, mm-hmm. right? Right. Right. If I just sell you like Nikes, like Jordans, okay, <laughs> you're not changing anything. But your salary's better, and like get more money. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a profit-driven thing. Yeah, I just don't like that environment. But, okay, so with climate change and all this, it's like, are we, my guess, actually, do you remember that thing when we were kids and I can't find it anymore? I was like trying to Google it. It was like on the History Channel and it was saying that um, when it's like 2050 or something, Canada is going to, like Toronto is going to have the same weather as Miami. I think so, yeah. Sounds you remember something like something that, right? Because like yeah. when, yeah. we when we were growing up, it was like a lot of like messaging about how bad climate change is, you know? And But I think for us, when yeah. we were at that time, hearing that, I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm still thinking that's nice, bro. So it's funny because I would like, I'd make these like offhanded jokes of being like, oh, I love climate change. I can just <laughs> wear my coat outside. It's not that cold, you know? 
<laughs> if you're like, don't say that. That sounds bad. But like, it it is nice. All right, getting off the topic. I'm just saying that. Are we going to hit this point where we're going to have to do something drastic in order to reverse climate change issues? So, like, I've heard a lot of things about shooting silver into the air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's this. Uh, I forgot. Like, what was that podcast where like they were coming up with these ideas and I forget what it was, but mm-hmm. oh, it'll come back to me. But one of the things they're talking about when climate change is like you you shoot silver particles in the air and then it'll stop the reflection of the sun. It'll like fix our internal temperature or something like that. But we don't know the ramifications of that silver in the air. Un- yeah. Until later gonna, on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. Right. Is that going to affect our vitamin D? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? I think if it, like, are we headed in that path? I think, like, I think so. Because if, if we don't see it in front of us, so like there is already a lot of people getting affected by climate change. It's called climate refugees, yeah. right? But we... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a new term. Uh, but... For me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's not visually seen in the West. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's... And until it hits us. And it's only like small islands, and these, these are the ones who are being affected yeah. by it. But they're... It's, it's, not, it's not the main news. It's not going to be something that's attractive or like... You know what I mean? Like people following it so it's like when it happens to you that's the only way like people react yes 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 and not even not even that you're right you're right about the when it happens to you but even on like a more drastic level um it's not just when it happens to you it's oh no 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 sorry sorry you're right it's when it happens to you like quite literally until the problem happens to you you don't switch anything yeah so um and this is just everywhere. There's not just one place. I remember when I was in the Philippines, my uncle was talking about, like, we have these, like, they're trying to build these uh, roads into, it's like a one lane, and they're trying to make it mm-hmm. like a two lane. But they didn't remove the poles, the light poles. <laughs> right. Right? So you could accidentally drive into the light pole and die. Because mm-hmm. you're, like, going on a two lane, and you're like, whoa, whoa, there's a light pole. You're trying, like, right, shift right. over yeah, or something. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And, um, and my uncle was saying, like, it's very irritating because they're waiting for someone to die. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, until somebody dies from that exact accident, then they won't change it. And, but you're like, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. it's like, wait till it happens to you and then we'll fix it. Yeah. But that will be too late. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's not a light pole issue we're dealing with. This is like climate. Like, how do you just undo climate? if it's already affecting Western nations. I mean, like, yeah, but they've been saying this since the 70s. I remember that, David, that's, that's, David Suzuki's time, yeah. right, when he was a student. Yeah. And it's still going on now, right? Exactly. So I think that's, that, why like, that's telling you that I don't think we're doing anything until it actually affects us. No, I, I don't think so. And that's why I think that we need, like, communism. <laughs> not actually communism but you know what I'm saying it's like, no but even with communism it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to change anything it doesn't necessarily mean that right it doesn't necessarily mean that but you need like a governance to be like no this is like we really like or maybe we're going to hit that and that's what people are afraid of because you know how like, like Joe Rogan and like all these people are like I don't want a one world government and it's like yeah that is kind of scary 
but maybe we're pushed into a one world government because oh yeah maybe yeah figure it out. Just, yeah exactly you know yeah it's what why why are we doing the uh, banning of fossil fuel uh cars by 2035 and you're like oh this is this is totalitarianism at its finest we're going to become north korea it's like no literally we're just a bunch of monkeys that are just trying to move and it's like you need to herd them in this service no you can't buy that you know no don't do that mm -hmm. you know and people are like no i want some, my sentience it's like i don't think you you it's gonna sound rude but i don't think you deserve it you know like you're just gonna make a bad decision mm -hmm. right and you agree like you know I, I mean it sounds ridiculously weird but i feel like that is the only way we're going to solve this <laughs> we really need to just tell people like no you can't do that anymore yeah it just i think, I think so, it's the context in some way yeah right but but i think it, one you need context to sell it to people no this is why we're doing it you know and two but, all right, context. Uh, let, me, let me deconstruct the context one because when I, when I'm selling an idea, so as a as a marketer, you're like trying to sell an idea. It's like, hey, I think we should do this campaign, right? If you don't give people context, they'll just get mad at you. Sure, like, yeah. oh, I don't like that campaign. I I'll just do, I just like, remembered um, cigarettes. Okay, yeah. What about it? Right. I mean, was it the '90s or I don't know what time it was? Like banned it from smoking indoors. Oh yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. And then labels on the cigarette boxes. The amount of... Yeah, smoke on planes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and all that stuff. So it's like, it, cigarette sales dropped. And you saved a bunch of people. Yeah. So it's like, what's the greater good? Kill one to save a thousand? Or, you know, mm -hmm. let it go awry? Right. But, it, but again, it's like, we need buy-in. You need to convince people that this is the right move. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where context comes in because then I'll have a less of a hard time of like accepting it. Exactly. Yeah. Where I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The labels on the boxes, like showing the images of lung cancer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's context buy-in. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. All right. So the second part is we need an altruistic leader. Mm -hmm. We need to trust that the leader has our best interest in mind. Sure. And will steer us in the right direction. And even if they don't steer us in the right direction, you're like, but you were the best we had. Mm -hmm. So if you couldn't get it right, hey man, I couldn't get it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that is the second piece of this puzzle. Mm -hmm. Whereas most people don't really, like, like politics is really a game. You're not actually trying to solve anything. No, you're I just, think that they are. It but but why are you all fighting then? If you were solving something, wouldn't you all work together and be like, "Hey, this is actually, you know, my finance guy is actually saying this. Double check it." Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, "There's more collaborative." It's more like it's um, in sports again. No, I I don't think it's that. I think there everybody has ideas of what would change or help. It's just yeah. now how far is there a correct way to go, right? You can, right. yes. So, where I would say conservative would be taking one step, maybe a liberal is taking three steps, or yeah, okay. And then NDPs are going even further. Okay, okay, okay. Totally so totally that's totally. the that's the thing that where it's the clash, 
where it's like maybe we compromise at I don't know two or four like somewhere in between yep those two right 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 and now going back to how nonprofits don't need to fight for the money and also governments don't need to fight for the money if you took this from a commerce lens a business lens what's the first thing you do if somebody's like hey invest in my business like hey let's say you're sitting on like a million dollars and like hey i just want to open up this business what are you gonna ask for a business plan Mm -hmm. right you're gonna be like show me how it works and if it logically makes sense to you i'll invest my money Mm -hmm. so when you're saying like oh yeah well like we we all want to solve it we all want to solve it to the degree of not having to try very hard because you want you want to solve it but if you really wanted to solve it and get the most the most bang for your buck you would treat it like a unit like a like a business working together siloed businesses don't work out you know like siloed like accounting doesn't talk to finance and finance doesn't talk to marketing and then marketing doesn't talk to you know and then yeah, yeah, just yeah. confusion like what's that what's the department doing oh dude i don't know mm-hmm. and then you're just like oh it's actually we're heading towards an iceberg we don't know because we're all talking only to ourselves but it, the best businesses are not siloed. Finance will be like, hey, we need more money. Marketers, get your ball rolling. You know, or like donations, like, hey, marketers, we need, to, you know, something like that. It's like you're working collaboratively. So when you're saying, it, to, yeah. Well, I'm just okay. thinking of Apple. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there are certain, I guess, certain segments of a department would work together, but not all. No, no, you, you have a department. You have a department. Siloing is like, like I don't give you information. Silos like team sports mm-hmm. within the org, which makes no sense, which is how it used to be. Like if you, like they talk about this as like the future of business is getting rid of silos, right? Because back then it was like team sports. It's like, uh, like accounting didn't want you to know what it was doing because it's like okay. we hold the numbers. But I'm sure Apple doesn't do that. They're not like, we hold the numbers. What's R&D doing? Do we, how much capital do we have? You can't know how much capital we have. You know, I'm sure at the top, like, okay, so I, I know what you're saying, like the lower level people, yes, they aren't talking mm-hmm. because it's not your job, bro. Right. But I'm talking about upper management. Oh, okay. You yeah. yeah. That's fine. Like, yeah. That's siloing. Yeah. Like, okay. But whereas before it's like the silos, like itself. Okay. The VPs I got talk, you. They wouldn't talk to each other. They're like, okay. Then, okay. Then, yeah. Then, of course, that would be a sense. problem. Yeah. That would be a problem. Yeah. Of course. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so if you look at the the thing you're saying about like the NDPs and like the liberals and the conservatives, they are siloing their information. It's like you're not you're not working as a unit. This is not the government of Canada. And you know how I can prove this? Why are there so many smear campaigns? Trudeau's not doing a good enough job. Vote for me on the next one. You know, it's like why would you tear each other down? Wouldn't you want to work together? Because we're a country, a unit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But that's because we're just, we're just vying. We're just vying to use the taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Here's the money. Who's going to choose right. what to do with it? The winning team. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas if, if the teams had to make their own money, they'd think of this totally differently. They'd be like, how do we maximize buy-in from consumers, which are the citizens of our country? Yeah. Wait, do you agree? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, they're buying our votes, right? Not really, because, okay, yes, they're buying our votes. But what is a vote? It's nothing. They, they're buying our votes to use the money. 
We're yeah. gonna give you money no matter what. We have to get. We have to pay taxes. No, 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 yeah, but for the plans right. that they have, yeah, right. Whereas a business like the mom and pop, like faux shop right across the street, we don't have to give you money. You have to convince us to give you money. So that's the difference there, right? The government's secured money. We, at the end of the year, we all have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. So there's no like competitive shark nature. We, they don't need to make us happy. They need to make us happy because they want to use our money. Yeah. But it's like if, you were, if the government really wanted to make us happy, they would work together to solve a lot more issues as a team. Yeah. Do you agree? Well, that's what a lot right, of things. Sense? Yeah, yeah, that's how votes pass, right? Uh, yes. But I feel like even that is weird because it's like a game. Like, even when you watch Parliament stuff, they're like attacking one another. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's, it's like we're playing this game of, like, ah, oh, it's like a, I don't know. It's like almost like high schoolish, you know, because you're sure. like, you're like, hey, hey, liberal, like I'm, I'm an NDP yeah, yeah, person. Yeah. If we work together on this one, we can block out the conservatives. Wouldn't that be better than if the conservatives were in power? Because then we can work together. We'll split the money. I'll let some of your stuff pass. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you playing that game, bro? Like, how about we just look at, hey, guys, who has the best idea for this? And then if it actually makes sense, we'll move forward on it. Right. Is that logical, right? Yep. Yeah. But why don't, why don't we do that? It's kind of how it works sometimes, right? Not really. Because you see them slander each other. No, like, want- I can think of, yeah, yeah, they slander. Okay, I'll, I'll bring up uh, what I can remember was AOC and one of the guys from, like, a Trump supporter. So Trump uh, congressperson, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, it's, it's like they're two opposites, but they work together on an idea that they both agreed on. Well, what's the idea? Uh, like, uh, what's it like? Something about money out of politics. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is so interesting that you said that. You know why they work together on that one? Because mm-hmm. it's an existential crisis. It's a bigger enemy, other than what you're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Right. Like money in politics makes the game harder for everyone. The NDP person is like, oh, I don't have that much money, but the liberals have more money. So it's like, okay, we got a level playing field. Right. So if it affects everyone, then we'll all work towards it. Right? Because mm-hmm. we, we need like a common enemy. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I love aliens, bro. Okay. Aliens are our solve. Okay. If you look at the alien hearing... Well, yeah, that's what we, we thought COVID was the solve first, right? We thought COVID was the solve, but it wasn't. It's <laughs> so like, all right, what's the next thing, guys? We're going to keep trying here. But I don't know no, if I aliens are going to be the solve. I don't know. That's no. true. No, no, no. I right? don't know If, if don't COVID know. is what we thought was the solve, and then we ended up becoming against each other, right? Yeah. I feel, like that could, we... I feel like that could happen with the aliens where it's like some countries would be like, why don't we join you and we can take them out? facts that's true <laughs> okay 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 but you need like a crazy existential stri- crisis sure, sure so oh, okay okay asteroid i don't um, know <laughs> no no aliens we'll just keep, we'll okay, keep okay, okay. yeah, yeah that's, fine, right. that's fine so so no i'm gonna explain it so that it's like okay aliens could be the answer so if you look at the congress hearing about aliens 
Okay. Mm. That was the only time. And I didn't even realize this because I didn't know who these people were, right? But it was like Jeremy Corbell. Shout out Jeremy Corbell. He brought out how it was the first time you see all these politicians working together on one thing. There's like, what are these black budget programs? Do you actually have spacecrafts? Like everyone in there was really trying to find out the answer because that supersedes governance. It doesn't matter what government we're doing. It's like, at the end of the day, this is a life-changing thing. Mm -hmm. If there are aliens out there, or like, oh, I don't want to call them aliens because that's like a stigma, but I don't know. If there's like non-human intelligence that are driving technologies that are far superior to our own, then that is a game changer for me. It's like, does, is that God? Like, what's mm -hmm. going on? You know what I'm saying? So that's why they're all working together, okay? And with that, a lot of people have been saying that, well, not a lot of people. There's two sides of the alien argument. Either they're going to, like, reveal us altruistically, like, oh, this is what's going on. Because government knows. Allegedly, government knows. Um, but the other, like, the negative side is they're going to do a war of the worlds. And that could actually bring us all together. Because, like, Oh, there's like these alien spacecrafts. We got to band together. Humanity number one, right? Think about nine eleven. It's the one time we all work together, mm -hmm. right? Actually, this reminds me. I was watching uh, that. So Jeremy Corbell's new documentary on Tubi uh, by TMZ. So what they said was governments don't actually work together. Actually, I think it was in there. Maybe I was watching something else. But it was like governments actually don't work together until there's a, a time to work together. So, like, there is no such thing as a government. Like, you would think, like, oh, okay, the government's, you know, like, they're sharing information. They're, like, doing all this, whatever, right? We're, like, one unit, right? But they're actually not doing that until it's time to do that, mm -hmm. right? When they went to war, common sure. enemy, we got to do this. 9-11, we got to do this. So... We need something that'll corral them to be like, hey, let's put this as... Actually, you know what? COVID in the beginning was like that. Mm -hmm. And we got lazy with COVID, right? Like but it became a... Yeah, but then it became well, a... Politicized. Yeah, very politicized. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see that thing with like Fauci where he's like, I just made up the six feet thing? He's like, that was actually not even um, like scientifically driven. I don't know if he I made it up, but he was like... I saw the headline. I don't know what he said. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I saw the headline too. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you to be like, actually, you saw this because I read the article. But yeah, right. I didn't read the article. But if that is true, then it's like, okay, we're, that's when things get squirrely because you don't have context. You don't have buy in. People are like, I don't know if this, like, people were surviving and they're like, I didn't think this was as bad as you thought it was. And then that's when you get division. You get people that freak out about it and then you get the people that are like, it's not that bad. Right. But in the beginning, because we didn't know, we're like, it's threatening the entire world. We need to band together. They just gave us all money. Every single day was a news conference in Canada. This is the update now. We have your best interests at heart. And then it became politicized. Sure. Yeah. But if we have an alien crisis, you know, what's, what's that going to look like? Mm -hmm. Hey, they're flying from outer space to come attack us. We need to uh, ban arms. Yes. Right? Yeah. Independence Day. Independence Day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the remaining time we have left, let's talk about the um, the Jellyfish UAP. Mm -hmm. Do you watch, you watch the video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so how weird did that thing look? Yeah, it looked. Okay, it, the best thing I'm I trying could, to think what it, I could, what it looked like. It looked like something, but I can't tell what it was from. Like, <laughs> like a cursor. Did it look like you know what I'm saying? Like you know when you move your mouse, like in a video. All right, let's think about. Um, uh, I wrote that as the caption, but I'm like serious. So if you look <laughs> at the um, Roller Coaster Tycoon, let's say. So you play that, right? Yeah. Roller yeah. Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. Okay. So you know, like you can have like a windy day, a rainy day, mm-hmm. and then all the people are affected by it, right? They're like, oh, rain, wind, right? But you can still move your cursor completely fine and just like click on the things to like edit stuff, right. you know, changing the price sure. of the thing here, yeah. like, right? So the way it was moving through space and the atmosphere was like, it's oddly like a cursor. It's almost like not even bound by the physical laws of our reality. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it? Because it was just moving. And you're just like, what? Yeah. Like, right? Okay, so it's hard to deny now. Because that, that video was leaked by a government official. And like, yeah, this is this is UF. This is an actual thing, right? right? It's been vetted. How you deny this now? We had the Tic Tac, we had the Go Fast, we had the Gimbal. Now we have the Jellyfish, mm-hmm. and the Jellyfish looks crazy compared to all the other ones. Sure, yeah. yeah what yeah. are those tentacles doing? You know, what is at the top of the Jellyfish? Well, what is this? Like, if these are time travelers, if this is us from the future, could it be? that we are headed towards climate disaster because of all things we named at the beginning of this podcast. And that's us trying to go back and fix it. Okay. Yeah. Like that seems like the most logical. And it, and the thing about that video is that what they're saying is it went into the water and then uh, it came up after like 15 minutes or something or seven minutes. And people were saying like scientists after that, um actually no this is an old video they're like we don't know what kind of samples they're getting at the bottom of the ocean like why are they going to the bottom of the ocean is there a mineral there and remember how i asked you like are we going to hit this point in climate change where it's like we can't go any further we have to shoot the the silver into the sky mm-hmm. as like our like um silver bullet yeah. you know to yeah. stop climate change and then i was like but what's that going to do to vitamin d so could we have like totally messed ourselves up? It just seems logical to me. I don't know. What do you think? Seems logical. What? That this is the this is the reason why. Like everyone's saying that. Oh, extra oh okay. no, not everyone. Not everyone. Okay. Extra tempestrial means that you are um, from a different time. time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Temp- tempest. Tempest. Te- uh, temporal time mm-hmm. extra beyond yeah. beyond yeah. time extra tempestual uh tempestual and um so with that in mind they're saying that these so the thing that sold me on this was they're everyone's like they're they're gravity propelled mm-hmm. right that's how they're able to warp through space and time but then in the book it was like if it warps gravity it warps time by definition so these literally are time travelers if you're able to warp gravity that's how you're able to jump quickly right Right. um so if they are time travelers why would they be so obsessed with our planet if it's not us Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah, it makes sense. Sure. And, 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 he, and Elon Musk is like, I don't see anything in the skies. And then people are like, one thing that they were saying was if they are, um, if they are like extraterrestrials, you would see remnants of pollution. That's, that's the one thing that the scientist sold me on when I was like looking into stuff. He's like, and he's like, we can't find anything. I'm like, all right, maybe you're just not looking far enough. Or like, maybe how can you see every single planet? It makes no sense. And he's like, no, but you would have waste. All life forms create some sort of waste. And if they are able to um, build up technology, you'd see some sort of like chemical thing coming out off them. Like chemical waste. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. What do you know what I'm saying? Like we have pollution in the air. Mm-hmm. So they, they would give off something, some sort of trash, right? But they're not seeing anything. I'm not I mean, sure, I but I don't, I don't know. I don't know like how, what that, I understand what he's saying, but how would you know that, that they have that? Or is it just, you know, like even when looking at Earth from outside, would it just be like the Earth is, is just more warm? But Earth has gone through different... True, I, I don't know the science behind it. Right. Yeah, no, so, so I don't know the science behind it, but he, what he was saying is that, like, we're seeing, like, the thing we should look for is, like, waste. But we and don't, but what kind, like, we're only thinking of our waste. True, that's true, too. That's a fair point. You're right, you're right. So they could technically be from a different planet. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, logically, because we had this podcast before, sure, just go sure. listen to it, Extra Trimpestrial, and um, how would they know the context from which we live mm -hmm. and that's because remember i was saying like when they're speaking to people who are abducted telepathically they're just like no relax it's just we're just doing this you would how would you have context i can't tell like athena or like another life form because i don't know the context from which that life form lives yeah you know does does do ants have social customs i don't know mm -hmm. but the fact that they know our social customs it's like okay so you you familiar you're familiar with us mm -hmm. so are you us question mark right right yeah that's why i think they're like us from the the future and it's just making sense more and more that like did we just build ourselves up to this point of no return so then in a way to go back to the book uh, right 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 but in a way then i mean i don't know how far do we have to go in the future to get to that point but does that mean that we still exist then in the future i think so so then i so then i don't know like what climate change has to do with that then right no no, no but but maybe maybe it's like um so the no, what i'm saying is, is that, like i'm saying like yeah. i guess if we find a way to to change climate change or defeat climate change oh i see what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah like have they solved for is there a solve for climate change is what you're saying yeah like if if they're from the future that means we've yeah survived past survived yeah yeah but maybe maybe the future is like not what we wanted like right now it's like the golden era of humanity sure and then in the future it's like nobody can leave their houses nobody can like you know what i mean yeah, yeah i know it could i know be like yeah. yeah it could be but I, uh, could be so yeah, bad. yeah i don't know but i'm just saying yeah but still humans still have survived yeah i guess and I think, but they're looking for a solution. It sounds like a movie, but it's like, just if you look at everything as one, it just kind of makes the most sense, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what are your, 
what what do you think about the the jellyfish thing? Like the point that they put in the this is the last thing because we're I'm running out of time. Mm-hmm. But the the point that they put in the documentary was if there is this unidentified uh, aerial phenomenon, it like hovering over a military base, you've already breached like war acts. Yeah, Where no country can put like a drone in a an army base. You know, sure, sure. But the sheer fact, right? And that's what they're leveraging right now. They're trying to, they're trying to use all ma- like laws to get this thing more on the open. So like, there's uh, Ryan Graves who has the Merge podcast, and he's tackling the UAP thing from uh, a safety perspective. May I was telling you, like, yeah, 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 like For flight the schools is yeah. like, yeah, just like, hey, we just don't want to hit it, but we're talking about UAPs. But if you do it logically, people are like, okay, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like with this one, what they're saying now with this release footage, we should look more into this because, you know, mm-hmm. this, th- like you've breached war laws. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. they could be in cahoots with some of the, our governments. Oh, you think that's, a, well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But then people are like, how come the president doesn't know? Need to know basis. Yeah, yeah, need to know. Yeah, actually, though, what what it was saying too is um, there's no NDAs at certain points as well. Like people who are like deep into this stuff and like coming clean, they're like, you don't even need to sign an NDA because when you get to that level of secrecy, it's just assumed you're going to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. That's like in the face of Neil deGrasse Tyson being like, you think the government can keep a secret like this? It's like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they kept the atom bomb secret. That's the smoking gun for me. It's like you literally kept the atom bomb secret until you used it. I'm sure you keep big secrets. Or no, you don't think so. Well, there was leaks, right? Prior to the atom bomb being used. But there's leaks of UAPs. Right. It, you know, people are like, well, there's no leaks. Like, literally, we have footage. We have all these footage. So something's going on. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, it's not real. I just got to see what other governments are saying. Right. Like, why, what are... They're open. That's the crazy part. They're so open. You can literally Google... My sister asked me this, actually. She's like, well, how come we don't hear about them? I'm like, no, you can just Google it. You just... But nobody's going to read it. That's the thing. I mean, you might read it. <laughs> but regular people, I'm not going to read it. It's just like... You can read, like, Canadian UAP files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, before. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, no, no, I understand they say that. What is, what is Russia saying about it? Like, what do they say? Or do they? Oh, they have a huge. So, th- all right, we're out of time, but we'll just jump into this really quickly. They have a huge uh, research um, backing for this. So, George Knapp, he went into Russia and stole a bunch of their files. It's like a big story of this. Okay. Like, he literally. He had like briefcases of it and he flew out of Russia with it. Mm. And he was so worried he was going to be stopped because people were just like giving them him right, the information. Right, right. Like all, all like the, the problem now is it's a race. It's like, who's going to figure out who's going to reverse engineer this technology first. Mm-hmm. Cause whoever has this technology wins, but we all know it's there, but we don't want to share the information unless you're an ally. So it's the same as the atom bomb thing. Because they're working yeah. on, they're all working on the atom bomb, right? Remember with uh, Heisenberg working on the atom bomb, but they were on yeah. when they figured out they're on the wrong trial. They're not going to get to it. 
as fast as America. Does. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's really great about um, Christopher Nolan? Mm-hmm. That he made this more known. <laughs> I had no idea about this Adam Bomb thing. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? And then when you, like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you read yeah, a book yeah. about it, but it's so boring, you know? But the fact that he's putting this out into, like, culture, he's like... Did you read the book that he, he wrote or based on? Or I don't know if it's based no. on, but... No, no, I didn't. Called Oppenheimer? Yeah, I don't know if it's called Oppenheimer, but it was... That's where he got a lot of the ideas. Well, that's what he said. Oh, interesting. Oh, no, no, I, I didn't... I didn't even know... I didn't, he I was didn't reading sort of something material. and then yeah yeah that's so like old like unless there's like a crazy conspiracy associated with it i'm just like i'm not gonna read it I'm just <laughs> i'll watch the movie you know sure yeah okay anyways um but i think oppenheimer I other, yeah. one one like just the last thing uh like oppenheimer's been winning awards since they just had the golden oh, really? globes oh that's cool right so yeah. That's a good movie. It I seems mean, it like, like it's, it's different. I, th- I think it seems like it is very up there for Oscar worthy. Nice. Oh, cool. Cool. It, it's like not like his other movies, but it's important. Nope. Yeah. I really have to be. So I'm going to stop this right now. All right. Till next week, Vish. Take it easy. Peace. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors, Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery and pot Take it easy, fish. Peace.